If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. All right, welcome to the Eric Show Podcast, the daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures Monday through Friday. Uh, well, that was horrible. Say what, Eric? What could poss- What could you possibly be upset about? Of all of the things that make my wife perfect, just perfect. You know, occasionally something will happen that's not perfect, and you know, I realize. She could say the same thing about me. Well, I don't even know why she stays with me, frankly, because I'm so, such a, such a beast. I, I, she deserves so much better. These are all things you say, okay? When you're trying to, now I don't really believe any of those things, but you say them anyway. You say them and then they get thrown out there and then people go, oh yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, she's great. And then you oftentimes make those uh, comments. Well, you know, I, I really outkicked the coverage. I, I really didn't. Uh, I, I could have. I, I kicked the ball appropriately. Um, I deserve so much better. I, I'm totally kidding. I can't even get behind these jokes because I feel like the hair is raising up in the back of my neck. And it's like, Jesus, she's going to be standing right behind me. And she's going to fucking sling blade my head. And then that's the end of it. I was using the carpet cleaner in this room. That's right. I cleaned this studio, which is a miracle. I feel so happy with this. It doesn't look any different than what you saw it. Because when you see the show, uh, everything that's a disaster is uh, out of camera view. But believe me, it was bad. So uh, I actually am using the... uh, a carpet extractor and cleaning the carpet and the and the and the recovery water is black. I'm uh, cleaning the couches. I got covers on them right now. I'm like using the little wand thing and cleaning the couches, and it it smells all sanitized and awesome. I'm taking the recovery tank into the bathroom to dump it out, and I open the door and. Diana has this horrible habit of not turning the fan on. Oh, my God. And the intensity at what hit my face, I'm like, come on. And immediately I'm like, oh, God. And she's standing at the toilet and she's and I go, why can't we just turn the fan on? I mean, it's a, it's, it's, it's a, there's several things you do wrong. Second of all, first of all, you don't have the fan on. Second of all, when whatever is causing this malfeasance, this stench, 
It's you, you just sit on it. You don't courtesy flush. How can you not courtesy flush? That is, that is one of the most horrible things about human beings that they have something where, uh, as awful as, as used food flying out of their body, it doesn't really make the owner of the used food, uh, sick. It, it makes everyone else sick. What a, that is something to recall the species about, you know, um, so I walk in there and I'm like, what the fuck? Are you serious? And then she goes, yeah, and the toilet's plugged. And she's standing over the toilet and she's got the, the plunger and she's feebly like, you know, you know how it is when you use a plunger, you really got to jam that thing and give it, once it gets you, you on the downward motion, you got to really give it an old Yankee on the upward motion to unclog what's clogged. And of course she's clogged the toilet with what she has dumped and it it's in the air. It's in, it's in my nose. Josh says she didn't use her hand. Did she? I think, wasn't there a story where, I mean, I know I did plunge her hand. That's a legendary story back in the day. She, I think did, didn't she do plunge her hand one time? So I go, get out of the way. Get out of the way. I hate to do the old, uh, let a man do it, but she had no business being there. She was completely ineffective. It's like, get the fuck out of the way. Give me this thing. And, uh, okay. There's still the spinning motion going around and all these, uh, all this, these turds are just floating right at, and I'm like, please toilet, stop filling up. And it's just spinning. They're, they're all just like spinning around. Like, yes, we want out. We want out. Like, fuck no. I put that thing in there. Boom. Give it a good yank. And you can tell it has busted free the shit damn that my wife created. And you just see it. The water level drop down and then it goes. (laughs) Makes that noise. And it just chugs it all in. And then I'm, I'm still like incapacitated from the stench. Oh my God. Why? Why can't? And in this bathroom, there's all sorts of mechanisms to keep, you know, this from happening. When you walk into the bathroom, there's a fan. And then there's like a, a, a pocket door where the toilet is. You go into where the toilet is. You can close that pocket door. And there's a fan in there, too. There's two fans and a door. How many fans on? Zero. How many doors uh, closed? None. And I'm like, what? what are we doing here? Mike's working the way it should. That's all right.
Oh, she's probably taking another one. I can promise you. Um, the sisters, Maureen and Linda, I guess this happened at, uh, at your residence. Linda just ratted out Maureen. Oh my God. Maureen says, how about some air freshener in the bathroom? Not necessary. Not necessary. You have everything in your toolbox. You don't even need that because I think the biggest problem here, I mean, it's terrible that the fan's not on, but you people do realize that there is a, um, if you would just put up the very minimum effort as the biological process is happening of elimination of waste. And as awful as that is, um, the, the short distance between your ass and the water, there is probably eight inches of air. All right. And then, so the turd hits the water. If you have hit the flusher at that moment, it's going to go right down. Very little disturbance to the air. If you just put together a small amount of effort, my God, but no, I'd rather just sit in my, in my stink and let it swell onto my body. I, I, I don't understand why people don't do a courtesy flush. It's, it's absolutely hideous to me. Holy crap. Uh, Amanda says we have to do a courtesy flush at work because there is no fan. And that's the thing. The, the courtesy flush is so effective. You can get away with, um, with anything with the courtesy flush because you have, you're only polluting a small amount of air. Okay. Uh, does the NFK do courtesy flushes? Of course not. No, no, that does not factor in at all. You can't, you cannot, that's asking way too much, which, you know, as I've detailed with you, he has abandoned the, um, uh, because we started finding poo poo, poo-poo in places that weren't the toilet like on beds from him and I had the long talk and I said hey buddy uh yeah there's for some reason feces streaks winding up on bed sheets what is happening well it's because I don't wear underwear no it's not because you don't wear underwear it's because you know there's shit on your asshole and then you go your asshole touches spots yeah, I don't, I don't have uh, giant streaks of shit on my underwear, for God's sake, unless I intentionally put it there. And, okay, great. Uh, here, I have these wipes for you. He hasn't used a one. We use them now to wipe the dog's asses if they have something there. You know, it's like, you can lead a horse to water, and this is absolutely true. I mean, when it comes to, all right, I made the, uh, I had the revelation that the reason why he doesn't take a shower is because he can't. So I help him with that. But I know he can brush his teeth. I know he can. And so, you know, I said, you got to start brushing these teeth. Does he brush those teeth? No. What's going on there? What is preventing you? Does uh, the whole business of, of of using these wipes 
Can he do that? Yes. Will he? No. My God. The idea, Aram is going somewhere with the, does the NFK do the courtesy flush? And no, he doesn't. Is this a ward thing, which is these animals, these uh, Irish scumbags, this entire ward family. Oh my God. Yeah, it, it could be a ward thing. And there's only two left and they're here. Diana and Kevin. Ugh. These friggin' slobs. All right. That was a big thing that happened. Uh, but as the day wore on yesterday, I put that behind us because family dinner night. And by the way, we have a new family member in the area. World Book Jim, my brother... His son, my nephew, just started college two miles away. So Sunday family dinner time is now going to have another member. So he reaches out to me, says, Uncle Eric, I'm in town. I go, all right, dinner tonight at so-and-so time. You come and he goes, I can't. Why? Well, I want to get acclimated to the school. I want to, I'm, I'm hanging out with my new roommates. I go, Hey, I like that. Awesome. All right, Zachary. So hopefully next week we'll have a new member of this family, uh, a new seat at the dinner table. We keep picking up people. This is awesome. So, all right, we do this every Sunday. And then, so, Hey, what's on the menu? What are we going to cook? And the first person to speak up, was my future son-in-law, November 19th. Wow, less than three months away. Oh my gosh! Less than three months away until the wedding of the century. He says, uh, orange chicken and fried rice. And I have never made orange chicken and fried rice. But I said, you know, that sound, that sounds good. I'm going to do a little research. I'm going to make that. And, uh, we did, and we pulled it off. I pulled it off. I, you know, I did everything. Um, so first thing though, I said to Dan, I go, get me a walk. Got, you can't have orange chicken unless you make that shit and the fried rice in a walk okay great get the walk so the chicken it uh it's chicken thighs they, because i guess chicken thighs hold up better so uh boneless you cut them up into the pieces you know like you would in typical orange chicken and uh you you coat it in um uh cornstarch and then you throw that chicken into this batter, which consists of uh, an egg, flour, uh, water, garlic salt, salt, pepper. And so now it's, uh, it's, it's a wet batter. And then you heat up the oil. You fry the chicken. It comes out crispy. And then once you get all the chicken fried, you uh, then dump the oil out. And now you take this, um, what is the orange? 
the orange sauce, which consists of juice from two large oranges. It's all in a bowl. Juice from two large oranges. The zest, you know, you take like one of the oranges and you you uh, uh, drag it onto a cheese grater. You put that in there. Uh, sugar, soy sauce, garlic, ginger, and rice vinegar. Mix it all up and then uh, you put that into the wok and then you heat it up and then you add uh, some cornstarch with water blended. to. It's going to like thicken it, you know? And then you put the chicken in and you just coat it and then it's, Perfect. Oh my God. Orange chicken. It's so awesome. I'll include it in the links. You can make it. And then, uh, the rice I've had the right. I made the rice ahead of time. Bummer. You know, the thing about rice is you can fuck it up. And it, you know, if you're not, if you don't know exactly, there's just different variables that can screw it up. And I think the size of my pot was too much. And mine was a little sticky. My rice was a little sticky. It's like, fuck. I used it anyway. Um, throw it in the wok. Well, actually, you uh, cook the garlic and the onions first in the oil. You add the rice. It starts to brown. Uh, you've already added the peas and carrots. You cook them all up. They're starting to thaw. They're frozen. And then you brown that rice. Then you make like a little nest, and you drop a couple eggs in there. Scramble them in the little in the little nest, and you mix it all in with the rice. Then you pour some sesame oil mixed with a little soy sauce. That's the brownie, the brown color on it, and the flavor, and then boom. Add some yum-yum sauce. Problem, the yum-yum sauce that they have at, you know what that is, don't you? That's what you dip the uh, uh, chicken in, and it's just perfect. The stuff that they have at the store is not the same that they have at the Japanese steakhouse for some reason. And it's like, how, how can you fuck that up? Um, the stuff at the Japanese steakhouse is so good. You just want to, you don't want to eat the food. You just want to take the yum, yum sauce and just eat yum, yum sauce. But the stuff that they have at the store is shit. It's not the same. And so it's kind of a bummer, but whatever. All right. So this was a huge success. Could have been better, especially the rice, but I'm going to chalk it up as a win. Uh, So add uh, that I can make Chinese food now really happy with that i gotta do it again i want to do the general so's or the uh or the sweet and sour chicken too i can do that all excellent so this went off now for the dessert get this diana she um takes a bunch of oreo cookies puts them in a bag and then crushes them with a rolling pin and then you take that and you put it at the bottom of your glass, uh, you know, uh, uh, Pyrex dish, rectangular dish. And then I think you're going to layer on like a uh, pudding and uh, maybe cream cheese, some type of mixture. And then, uh, uh, what do you call it? Whipped cream. It's awesome. Sprinkle more Oreos on top. It's just a slurry of awesomeness. She puts the Oreos at the bottom of that baking dish and then, my buddy fast Jimmy comes over cause he's going to do something downstairs, some work in the basement. He's going to build like a shelving unit. And so we go downstairs and, uh, that's that we come back upstairs and we're sitting there. I'm back to making the uh, food 
and Diana goes walking up to the dessert and uh, she goes, what that, what happened here? And I go, what? And okay. What was Oreos? Now it, they're like one third of where there were uh, Oreos is nothing. And O'Neill has gotten on his back legs and leaned his head over because he's tall enough and he has eaten out of the the baking dish the Ore- the crushed Oreos. And I go, oh, fuck. Oh, Jesus. And I think for a second there, she was going to just like add add stuff to it and, and continue. I go, no, what? No, you can't. This dog eats shit. Okay. He actually caught him yesterday eating shit. No, no, get rid of all of that. Throw it all out. Wash the, in fact, throw the plate in the garbage, the baking dish. Start all over. Oh my God. Uh, but she did. She got it all worked out. All right. That, O'Neill had a snack. What a jackass. Jesus. So, okay. Off and running. What a fantastic weekend. Uh, I hope you all had a good one as well. Sarah says, rinse the rice. Oh. I didn't know that. Maybe that's something I needed to do. She says, ask the dude that cooked for the Mardi Gras, or for Maddie's Mardi Gras, Maddie's graduation party. You're right. Gene, I could ask him. He probably has some tips. Drew says, make the rice the day before and refrigerate. Day old rice is for fried rice. That seems to be the consensus. All right. I'll take your word for it. Okay. So for you folks on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, that's it. I'm kicking you out. Enough of you. If you want the rest of the show. You have to uh, catch it on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. Some folks uh, like it live. They like watching the show live and that's cool. If you want it uninterrupted, it's on Twitch. It's just a superior platform. That's why I do that. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. Hit the fill out your little username. So that in case you want to comment, I'll see who you are. You can give yourself whatever catchy name you want. Doesn't matter. And then uh, hit hit the follow button so you know when I go live. And then your device will say, hey, idiot is live. And then off you go. Um, all right, so there's that. And if you want, you can subscribe with your Amazon Prime account. It's right there at twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live where you can do that. You got to do it on your own, though, each month. It doesn't auto-renew uh, auto because when you sign up with Twitch, that means that while the show is going on in progress, there will be no interruptions, no commercials, because Amazon throws those on there um, if you don't subscribe with your Amazon Prime account. If you don't have an Amazon Prime account, you can just throw five bucks at it and do it that way. But again, that's not like... I'm not demanding it, for God's sake. It's a free show. You can, you can, you can watch it for free if you like, if you can put up with the ads. Okay. So for all of you, that are enjoying the show that way, Twitch, I'm sorry, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube, I say goodbye. And uh, as you know, you can, as always, download the audio podcast wherever you download shows. Twitch and Facebook brought to you by my glorious friends at uh, Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. As we do the show from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. 
Baldwin Ace Hardware, a beacon of DIY awesomeness in the Northland. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. And Frank Fuss from My Policy Shop Insurance takes care of my YouTube channel. Thank you so much. All right. A lot to get to. A lot of fun things to talk about. All right. This story comes to us from kind of where I grew up. In Detroit, there is a, uh, it's a fun little park called the Belle Isle, which is this uh, big ass island in the middle of the Detroit River. And uh, it's a nice conservatory, a park. It's like uh, Detroit's, it's like a poverty version of Central Park. And you got uh, the the zoo there and, you know, it kind of, there's like a path all around the island. And uh, one of the things that when we were growing up, we would do was you go to, go to Belle Isle and they got this big fucking slide and you give the guy a dime and you walk up all these fucking steps and uh they give you a uh burlap bag that you know was the type of thing that you know used to have like potatoes in it you get inside of the bag and then you slide down this slide uh it's, it's been there since you know as long as i've been alive the bell bell isle uh slide has been there here it is problem here though is that this year it hadn't been open for some time because of covid and uh they uh waxed the slide and apparently they did too good of a job waxing it thank you to stevie who sent this along i appreciate that because this is fucking great they they did too excellent of a job waxing it and the slide is too fast. Now, for those of you who are listening to the audio podcast, you, you can't see it. You'll have to click on the link in the show notes. Audio, check. Video, check. Uh, and then you can see it. But just know that this is probably four or five stories tall. And there's little... It's, it's, it's bumps. So... You're constantly going up and down, up and down, all the way down. But this slide is too damn fast. So they're not like actually staying on the slide. They're getting airborne. So check this out. (laughs) One of my favorite things ever. Shit. All that impact. God. <laughs> okay, I need to watch this at least 500 more times. Let's do it frame by frame. Okay, we pick it up with this guy's in the air. This is the type of thing where left to right, you got to watch each individual person. Uh, I'm going to go with the one, two, third person on the hill, actually. Third person on the slide. 
from left to right. One, two, three. Keep your eye on this guy. Oh, my God. I think, you know what? I think that's a chick. I think that's a grandma. Whoa, Jesus. This, uh, the, the one second to the, from the left is a kid. Oh, God. <laughs> and then he hits the little rubber mat at the end of it, and he goes flying over and bashes his head on it. All these black people are like, Jesus Christ, man, it feels like I'm getting beat up by a cop. What the fuck? Oh. So at the park, they're like, all right, we're closing it down. And I'm like, no, don't, uh, don't close it down. Keep it open and then leave the camera on. This is, this is fantastic. So I guess apparently there is a, uh, a right way and a wrong way to, uh, uh, be on this slide that there's actually, um, and I, I think that they try to tell you that if you don't uh, do what you're told, your your slide experience can be bad. Like here's some dude from the Department of Natural Resources. Uh, the DNR in the state of Michigan is the organization that runs all these parks, you know, from way up north to here. If it, this is who, who's in charge to so get these uh, like this guy here. Hey, welcome to uh, he's he's telling us how to do it. So first things, you're going to take a seat on the steel. We don't want you to slip on the slide before you're ready. Then your whole body, as much as you can, into the sack. Wait for, if you have any other riders, wait for the ranger to say go ahead. And then scooch on. But hold on tight. Biggest thing, you just got to lean forward. No. And stay leaning forward. Don't do that. No, because then we don't see great things. See, this guy does it right. He leans forward. But, see, that's how it's supposed to go. But it's not going like that because the slide is way too fast and no one listens. I guess if you did lean forward, you could uh, you could still have some success with this, but who cares about that? <laughs> Corey says, thank God this man can break it down for us. Um, all right, so let's see. There was something else I wanted to talk about. They ended up closing it down, closing the damn slide down, and uh, and and you know it was real trouble. In fact, I, I wanted to I wanted to call the actual park where the slide is, and um, I called earlier today, and it it, it just it just rang and rang and rang. Good morning, Bellow Park. Hi, ma'am. How are you? Good. How you doing? Uh, pretty good. So, uh, hey, this is Eric Zane. I host a podcast, um, and I was uh, I heard about the slide. Is the slide is it okay now? Um, you'd have to talk to the supervisor. Did you want to speak with him? Oh, that would be awesome. Thank you. Just a second. Maybe. Your connection to. Maybe Sal should unwax it. <laughs> what this what just happened here? 
you for contacting Bellow State Park. You reset in office. Our office hours are Monday through Friday. From- Jesus. Anyway, um, there was an article that was attached to this whole story about the slide getting all fucked up, which by the way, I guess they slowed it down by putting water on it. All right. Corey's idea. Send the NFK down the slide. (laughs) Okay. Um, the giant slide is, uh, this article, it says that is uh, actually a notorious slide for another reason. And uh, there is a spot on Twitter called at Detroit 70s with an old newspaper article. Uh, look at this. First of all, here's a kid going down the slide. This, that could very well have been me if I wasn't black. Uh, but look at this newspaper article. It's actually from the actual paper. Slide operator killed Crasher. So back in the day, if you try to sneak onto the ride, you might get shot. Police seek a murder warrant for the operator of the Belle Isle Giant Slide. So back then, it wasn't run by the DNR. Just some guy owned it. John Herman Howell, 56, shot and killed a guy who went down the slide without paying the 15-cent fee. Johnny Torbett, 20, was dead on arrival at Detroit General Hospital Monday night after he was shot in the back. So... Uh, dude goes, yeah, I'm going to jump on. He goes, where's your 15 cents? He goes, fuck you. I'm not paying you. Give me the burlap bag. He jumps on. He starts sliding down. As he's going down the slide, this guy shoots him in the back while he's going down the slide. This is Detroit in the 1970s. That's the way it was. He was arrested. Listen to this. Howell was arrested Monday and released Tuesday on a $500 bond. So he shoots the guy in cold blood, dead in the back. And they, they get, he gets out on $500 bond. Cops told police that Torbett and two friends had pushed their way to the head of the line of the slide, then slid down without paying the 15 cents. Howell confronted the three. After a brief scuffle, fired a shot at Torbett, who was getting up from the ground. Howell has operated the city-owned slide since uh, June of 71. Last year, the slide made $90,000. Two years ago, uh, this, this dude, the slide owner, Howell, was stabbed by a woman in an argument over the slide fee and was hospitalized for five days, according to a Department of Recreation spokesman. Ah, yes. Detroit. (laughs) Okay. Thank you, Stevie, for sending that one along. Jesus. Uh, Perhaps I'll try to get a hold of them later on. Okay. This show happens each and every day right here, Monday through Friday. And then when it's all done, I then regroup and I do the Patreon bonus podcast. No commercials and 
absolutely fantastic. It accompanies this one. So if you want more to list, sometimes just a couple hours a day is not enough to listen to. You need more content. And I, I put it up there on the Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. You got the bonus podcast, Lost Zane Recordings, which I'm reminding myself I need to put up an episode today. Uh, smarter than a former drug dealer trivia. And then, of course, the Insane Asylum. Uh, and the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, which happens usually live on Thursdays. Five or ten bucks a month on the Patreon. Five bucks a month is all the audio. Ten bucks a month is all the audio, the video, and the live streams. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Sign up for Patreon. And the open and live stream of this show brought to you today by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV, 616-532-6600. Irvines.com is uh, where you find them online to see the long list of terrific Google reviews for these folks. Love them so much. Uh, Smack dab in the middle of Grand Rapids, Michigan. Make them a destination, a trusted source to get your vehicle repaired. Veteran, lady, locally owned, family owned. 616-532-6600. Love my friends at Irvine's. Car show coming up on Saturday, September 17th. It's going to be awesome. Benefiting Casa of Kent County. There you go. A&E Heating and Cooling is the HVAC company that I um, recommend you to call upon if you have any needs, some uh, scheduled maintenance, or maybe if you have an emergency fix that needs to be taken care of, 616-516-8579. Perhaps you're installing a new furnace or an air conditioner. There you go. That's who you call. Yeah, go ahead and get an estimate from any other sources if you want. Um, A&E will beat them. If they don't, just make sure you say, Eric Zane said you're going to beat it. And then they will. Okay? That's how you do it. 616-516-8579 for A&E Heating and Cooling. Installing the Comfort Maker brand of furnaces and air conditioning units. Uh, when it comes to mortgages, yes, a little bit of a wonky time to be sure as rates are going up. People who know more about this than I do seem to think that that is the appropriate way of, I don't know, correcting what's going on with our money and interest rates. Uh, okay, if you say so. But uh, you can still get a great rate. Not as great as last year, but you can still get a great rate. Uh, reach out to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. No matter where you are in the U.S. with the exception of Alaska, Hawaii, Maine, and South Carolina, 231-332-6505 for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Considering the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, Aram writes, it was more like Ben, Eric, and Chris in Minnesota. I like Chris. Because he's such an idiot. I also like yelling at him when stupid things happen. When I say stupid things, I mean him talking. I am trying to get that man to edit. Um, there was some stupidity uh, concerning the Fantasy Football League. We have our draft coming up. And this is how dumb some people are. It, it, the fact that the Kuypers family 
uh, took five of the 20 slots for our league. It was ridiculous. They fixed that, thank God. And the fact that brothers did it. That was stupid. The draft is scheduled, it said, 4 p.m. Pacific time. I took one look at it and I said, okay, so that means 7 o'clock my time. I'm in the Eastern time zone. Kyler goes, who the fuck? He's in Michigan. Kyler is in Michigan with me. Who the fuck schedules a draft for 4 p.m.? I was like, you fucking idiot. Did you not read? What? It says 4. I go, it says 4 p.t. PST, Pacific Standard Time, or whatever it is. Pacific Time. It's it's 545 right now there. It's three hours behind us. Why can't you just do a simple math problem? Add three hours. I don't live on the West Coast. Idiot, read. It doesn't have to do with where you are. You can read, can't you? You know how time zones work, don't you? This is going to be a clusterfuck. I was talking with cutie patootie Kevin Kuypers because we went to Berlin Raceway yesterday. Not yesterday. Saturday was awesome. Yeah, him and his uh, and his mom and dad. His dad, Eddie Money, accompanied us. Um, he is in another fantasy league. And some jackass uh, drafted Rob Gronkowski. First of all, I don't know why he was available in the draft. He's a retired player. But this idiot goes, oh, yeah, Gronk. He's going to have a big year this year. It's like, you idiot. If they, even I know that Gronkowski's retired. Jesus. Um. All right. Where was I? I don't know why I was talking about that. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. It's gone. There was a police beating that we need to talk about. So I wake up this morning, woke up this morning, and um, breaking news, cops kicking ass, and all I see is a is a quick image, broad daylight. Three cops are just brutalizing this dude. Uh, knee strikes punches to the head, grabbing the guy by the hair and bashing his head against the, the concrete. I mean, just screwing him up bad. And I'm like, oh, no, here we go again. We're going to burn. We're going to burn. If any of you know the uh, twist at the end of this story on the live stream, don't you dare utter it. I will ban you permanently if you fuck this up for everybody. I'm like, okay, it's on the Today Show. So I'm like, oh, here we go. Here we go. I can see uh, this. The, the city's burning now. This this one's making Rodney King look like a pillow fight. Audio. Check. Video. Check. Let's get into it. 
Butler joins us live as authorities look into the situation. Lydia. Uh, this Lydia here is in Arkansas. Paul, that Facebook video shows two Crawford County Sheriff's deputies and a Mulberry police officer using heavy force on a man they arrested right here in this exact spot outside the Country Express in Mulberry off exit 20 off I-40. The video showing the officers hitting and kneeing the man they were arresting. A warning, this video might be disturbing for viewers. Now there's something about this video. Don't worry, what you're about to see is great it's absolutely great Crawford County Sheriff Jimmy DeMonte tells 4029 News the suspect seen being arrested here is still in Crawford County Jail tonight. In the video, two Crawford County deputies and a Mulberry police officer can be seen repeatedly oh. hitting and kicking the suspect. Hey. The woman filming the video tells 4029 she and her partner pulled up to the gas station to get air in their tire. At one point, her partner got out of the car, telling the officers to stop beating the man. The sheriff says the incident started Sunday morning at a gas station in Alma, where the suspect threatened the store clerk, saying he would cut her face and then spit on her. Okay, so right away, there's a real problem here. I mean, it's not like whatever, whoever's getting beaten here is just an innocent bystander. I would argue that if someone threatens a store clerk to cut their face and then spits on them, I don't care what the hell happens to them. It's all okay. That clerk called police. The man left riding a bike from Alma to the Country Express near Mulberry. That's where the arrest happened outside the store. So the guy goes to another gas station. Damati says the man was cooperative at first. The woman recording says it looked like the man got up to run away. But Sheriff Damati says he got up to attack an officer. Okay. The sheriff says the suspect refused medical treatment, but he was still taken to the hospital to be checked out. Okay, here's the twist. He's white. <laughs> okay, this is a white dude. We've learned the identity of that suspect. 27-year-old Randall Worcester from Goose Creek, South Carolina, is in Crawford County Jail tonight. He faces multiple charges, including second-degree battery, resisting arrest, and terroristic threatening. A release from Arkansas State Police says the investigation will be limited to the use of physical force by the deputies and police officers. Sheriff Damani tells me one of those deputies sustained minor head injuries during the incident. And Arkansas State Police say all three officers are on paid leave while the investigation continues. For now, reporting live in Crawford County, I'm Lydia Fielder. See, that's the time to not put, and this story isn't quite done yet, that's the time to not put an officer on paid leave. What you need to do for once is after this happens, they need to announce these officers are not on paid leave and they are actively looking for more assholes to beat the shit out of. Uh, keep your eye out. So that way it's a deterrent. You know, you need to actually point it out that whenever these incidents happen, uh, the police is announcing that these three gentlemen have gotten a raise and they will be giving, uh, uh, they will be given the key to the city for their heroic bravery and tomorrow will be uh, a day to honor them all right 
they need to do that so that the community knows that these guys are out there so that they'll behave. Okay. And then you should be able to like, you know, know that they're out there. That would be a deterrent for people going forward, in my opinion. That's what they should do. 4029 News. Lydia, thank you. Now, Governor Asa Hutchinson reacting to the situation on Twitter tonight. He says the arrest will be investigated, quote, pursuant to the video evidence and the request of the prosecuting attorney. What? This is crazy. The governor right away is weighing in. So this piece of shit threatens an innocent person working. And then says, and then spits on the person. And then he tries to attack the cops. So the cops take him down. Good police work, in my opinion. And what I love about this story is that it's a piece of shit white guy who's involved. So I can get away with saying all of these great things about the cops. Okay. I can actually say, this is awesome work by the police here because the the person who got his ass kicked rightfully so is is a white guy so Arkansas State Police say once the investigation is finished the case file will be submitted to the Crawford County prosecuting attorney who will then determine whether the use of force was consistent with Arkansas laws and new tonight, the mayor of Mulberry releasing a statement on the investigation. Mayor Gary D. Baxter says, in part, quote, I, like many of you, were shocked and sickened okay. by what I saw. You see, you can't do that. You can't, you cannot be a leader of a community and then drop that until you know exactly what happened. I mean, it, that use of force, you hate to see it, but uh, lawful but awful is a lot of the time what happens. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that to your own. That's like fucking knifing your own police force. That's undermining these people. You got to wait. Baxter goes on to say he will take the results of the ASP investigation seriously and take any actions needed to prevent a similar incident from happening again. He adds, quote, I want to assure you, the citizens of Mulberry and those who visit our city, that Mulberry police officers will treat all people with dignity and respect. You see, that's a mistake. He should say, we want, uh, I want anyone to know that if you come to our city and you threaten, business community. and you threaten people, innocent workers that are just doing their jobs, there's a pretty good chance you're going to get your teeth busted out by one of these cops. You know? Holy shit. Uh, so I guess my question is, we have a scenario where this is a white guy getting the shit kicked out of him. If you're a black guy, are you like, yeah, get him, do it, beat the shit out of him. Or, or do you defend the person who got his ass kicked or are you like it's about damn time a white guy got the shit kicked out of him or if you're the cops are you saying see we're not racist we're beating the shit out of a white guy uh in fact in that clip you see the cops uh, uh look towards the camera and that's uh what they actually said they, they said hey i want you to notice this is a white guy and i'm beating the shit out of him and he deserves it too Drew writes how Eric's tone changes when the suspect is white. Oh, absolutely. I would not be saying this shit if this was a black guy. There is no way in fucking hell I would say that. Any of this shit. Any of these jokes, I wouldn't make them. I would not make them. Uh, I, this is this is what I would be like. 
if that was the black guy who got the shit kicked out of him. This is terrible. And, uh, you know, I just hope that, uh, I just hope that, uh, everybody stays calm and, uh, cooler heads will, will prevail and that, uh, uh, nothing, uh, nothing really, uh, turns violent. I just hope for peace. That's what I hope for. And as soon as I saw that was a fucking piece of shit white guy, I was like, yes, come on, kick his ass. He deserves it. All right. Uh, Ken writes, my friend John posted a video of the Ottawa County Sheriff's punching a dude near Berlin Raceway on Saturday. Oh, boy. All right. Kyle wrote, cops beating up white suspects. There. Racism is over. All right. So if you're like um, any of the civil rights leaders and lawyers, Ben Crump and and uh, Jesse Jackson, if they, if they're watching that on their phone or whatever, and like, oh god, okay, we got to make a trip to Ark. Oh no, we don't. No, fuck it. Don't don't even bother. We don't. It, it it's fine. It's about time this happened. It is about time. Oh my god, Gary Busey. Uh, okay. Gary Busey is in trouble. 78 year old Gary Busey facing charges, including two counts of criminal sexual conduct in the fourth degree by the police, uh, police department of Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Isn't that where, uh, isn't that close to where fucking, what's his name? John Jamingo, John Gismongo is. He was uh, visiting the town during the weekend of August 12th to August 14th. So a little, about a week ago. To uh, attend the Monster Mania Convention at the Double Tree Hotel. What is the Monster Mania convention? So is that just all horror films, I guess? Uh, aficionados of those things? During the time of the convention, Cherry Hill Police responded to a report of a sex offense at the Doubletree Hotel. After investigating the incident, detectives charged Busey with four offenses. By the way, if you're um, Gary Busey, what a name to have in which you then uh, decide that you're going to have substance, make the choice to be a substance abuser for the better part of your career because um, that gave him the name Gary Abusey, which is awesome. I mean, seriously, it couldn't be more perfect. Uh, Let's see. Four offenses, two accounts, criminal sexual conduct in the fourth degree, one count of attempting criminal sexual conduct in the fourth degree. I don't know what these degrees mean. And one disorderly uh, conduct count of harassment. No one from the police department is talking. Uh, Ongoing investigation. Busey was booked as a guest for Monster Mania, a horror-themed fan-fueled event that runs out of Cherry Hill semi-annually. I don't know why they would have Gary Busey there. Is it because he's actually a monster? He corresponded with attendees throughout the weekend 
appearing in several photographs shared by fans on social media. The actor was listed as an attendant of the autograph room, along with other actors like, like Ralph Macchio, Tom Skerritt, and Veronica Cartwright. Uh-oh. He's appeared there before. Representatives for Busey were not immediately available for comment. Now, I know Busey, he was an actor in this film. Uh, I think it was called The Buddy Holly Story. And he was, uh, I think he was nominated for an Academy Award or something like that for Best Actor. It was uh, early on in his career. And then he got completely ruined because he was uh, riding a motorcycle minus a helmet. And his head broke his fall and he uh, suffered a massive brain injury. So not only is he a drug addict and a drunk, but now his brain is completely fucked. Did I know that when I encountered him in uh, the year 2000 in Knoxville, Tennessee? I had no idea. No idea. And um, he's crazy. He is batshit crazy. I've told this story before, but it's worth telling because it's incredible. Um, For some reason, he hooks up with some organization that does prison ministries. They're called the Philadelphians. It's a charitable organization. And they've enlisted the help of this asshole who at the time he was on a Jesus kick. Okay, so Gary Busey, after his head becomes meatloaf, his brain becomes meatloaf, he suddenly uh, claims to have found Jesus, and now he's touring around the country with an organization going to prisons and telling prisoners that they can uh, be saved through Jesus. So everything he says is he's quoting the Bible, and he's giving you... uh, books of the Bible, chapters and verses after every sentence. And he knows it backwards and forwards. I think his brain has made him completely crazy, even crazier than he was. And he's become a savant with the Bible. So if whatever he does, he's going to say, James, 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 uh, yeah, chapter 14, verse, verse three through seven. <clears throat> I'm like, okay, great. And, uh, um, but I, we get a, Billy and I get a, a message. Gary Busey's here. He's in the green room. I go, okay, I'll go, I'll go see him, go down the steps. And before he's going in the green room, he's uh, going to get some coffee. And, uh, as I turn the corner, I hear, Oh, you have any real cream? Oh, you have any real cream? Colossians chapter 16, verse five through seven. He wants real cream in his coffee. And, uh, the lady is working there. She goes, I oh, got this. And it's like the powder. She goes, I got to put that in my coffee. I got uh, James. Chapter 7, book, uh, verse 3. What the hell is going on? This guy wants real cream. I come around the corner. There's a guy wearing this long blue coat with like, um, uh, it looks like, uh, he looks like a Navy Admiral. And I go, uh, hey, uh, how's it going? Oh, you have any real cream in here? I go, uh, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't use cream. I don't know what they have here. And he's furious because he doesn't have real cream to put in his coffee. Tyler writes, thou, thou shalt have real cream. 
He's real grovelly and just gruff. That's his voice. That's what he's talking like. Uh, okay, so we lead him up the steps. We go into the studio. Where can I put this jacket? And I go, here, I'll take it. And uh, I grab the jacket and I just drape it over a chair. He goes, what are you putting it over there for? Colossians. Chapter 7, verse 3. I go, what do you want, Gary? I want you to hang it up. Steven Seagal gave that to me on the set of Under Siege. That jacket is worth, and he gives me some ridiculous dollar amount. I'm like, uh, I'm like, uh, okay, yeah, we'll 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 hang it up, Gary. We're in a commercial break. Billy and I are looking at each other like, what the fuck is going on here with this guy? This has got to be terrible. Um, we had no idea, and then uh, he he goes, he starts like. I suffered a traumatic brain injury in a motorcycle accident just a handful of years ago. It causes me to have outbursts. And we're like, so he's calling a shot. And then he says, I'm also a recovering alcoholic and a drug addict. I go to 12-step meetings twice a day. I've been clean and sober for uh, a year and a half. And then he gives the Bible. Praise Jesus. Praise, praise Jesus. I'm here with the Philadelphians talking about a prison ministry. I'm so happy to be here. Arr. We haven't even gotten on the air yet. I go, okay, yeah, save it, save it for when we get on the air, Gary. Uh, it'll be, it'll be fine. So now he's got his coffee. Coffee tastes like shit. Uh, his coat is, is, you know, we got, we, we didn't hang it up. We just walked out of the room and threw it on the fucking ground. We don't give a shit. And, uh, the lady, the lady who is in charge of this prison, these are all super sweet, nice people, charitable, friendly, lovely And they go, and she says, and she's trying to handle Gary with kid gloves. And she goes, "Uh, Gary, um, now these people love you and they can't wait to hear about the prison ministry. But, you know, I mean, feel free to talk about um, uh, your acting career and then uh, use that as like a springboard to kind of tie it all in. Now, she's doing, she's being nice. Um, she knows he's completely off his rocker and he goes, I'm not talking about my movie career. I'm here to talk about my Lord and savior, Jesus Christ, and how he's here to help, help. And I'm helping. He's speaking through me and I'm not. And he starts yelling at this lady. Okay. And she's super sensitive. So Billy and I are just side eyeing. we've got like 30 seconds commercials ending, you know, Ted Russell Nissan going on here this is like out of a fucking movie are we getting punked and this lady's <laughs> she starts crying i'm like oh no fucking shit she opens the door and i'm like thank god and she you hear her weeping down the hall she's like oh my god i can't take it anymore i can't take it and gary's like what is something i said there's something i said king james chapter three All right, Gary, we got five seconds. Billy turns on the mics. For the next 20 minutes, he was absolutely perfect. 
I don't know how it happened. I had my fingers crossed that it was not going to be absolutely perfect. I thought this is, I was like, yes, fuck. Yes. It's going down, man. It's going to blow up. We're going to be on inside edition. And this radio station is on top of a fucking mountain. And there's a window looking out over the smoky mountains. And we're, this guy is going to throw himself out of the window and go tumbling down the side of the fucking hill. It's going to be awesome. Nothing. He didn't do shit. He was absolutely, it's like, within a, just a snap, he was fixed. And he answered all of our questions. And he wasn't weird. He was, it's like, what is going on with this guy? And then uh, I got a picture of him somewhere. In fact, if I find it, it it's in one of the box. Me, Gary, and Billy are sitting there look, after this is all wrapped up. And, um, yeah, the, this whole horrible behavior by him, which he claims was, uh, has a lot to do. He goes, that's what he's it destroyed my prefrontal cortex. I, he knows he's fucked up. Yeah. And I don't have a prefrontal cortex. It was destroyed when my head hit the ground. And, uh, and he has kind of like this weird Oklahoma accent and, uh, and, and, and so he's well aware Yes, Chris uh, Chris K from GR says, doesn't he do acronyms for everything too? Yes, he does. God, you know what? I think I actually might even have this interview somewhere on an old audio cassette. And I'm just saying that there is no way in hell I'm going to look for it. But if I find it, it will be legendary. I would post that for you and uh, you could hear that. But my God, was this fucking nuts. So this ends and... um, we, we get we get together for the picture and the lady comes in and her eyes are all her cheeks are all puffy her eyes are bloodshot or all swollen she feels like shit she's upset she takes the picture and gary puts on his stupid fucking coat and he leaves that was it and uh then every time i see gary Busey is in the news i'm like yeah this dude's an absolute certified fucking nut I don't think he's made a movie in years. I don't think he can. He might have been in a couple, but I think he's just batshit crazy. Now, all he does is he shows up at conventions now and apparently rapes women. Uh, wow. What an absolute mess. So we'll have to yeah, wait and see what happens to this guy, but he's in trouble. He's in trouble. All right. Moving on. Thank you to my friends of the Kent County Health Department. My God. Uh, accesskent.com slash health is where you need to go. If you need any information on uh, immunizations for the kids back to school, here you go. If your kids have not been immunized, would you stop being an idiot and get them immunized? Measles, mumps, rubella, whooping cough, pertussis, meningitis. These are all things that can make your child sick. And, uh, it, well, in fact, I feel that it should be an absolute requirement that if they're not, they can't attend school. But uh, whatever, if that has happened and it's fallen through the cracks and you haven't been able to get your children uh, vaccinated or your child vaccinated, do that. And you can do it pretty much free if you qualify with the Kent County Health Department. You don't even have to live in Kent County to take advantage of this. Uh, Information on the WIC program there, Kent County Health Department, uh, personal health services as well. And uh, everything you need to know about the um, importance of breastfeeding your baby. Okay with the Kent County Health Department. Thank you so much.
Paintball, TC Paintball, Rick from TC Paintball. And yes, the rumors are true. Rick is bringing axe throwing to TC Paintball. So basically, you're going to do paintball. And then he's going to say, hey, I just got started with axe throwing over in this room over here in my entertainment complex that is TC Paintball. So for a few bucks more, you guys are throwing axes. Uh, Rick is a fantastic businessman, great entrepreneur for the West Michigan community. TC Paintball is the destination in the state of Michigan for fun. So you've got, he's got everything. He's got indoor paintball, outdoor paintball, two fields of outdoor paintball with airball and the village, which is basically like a real life call of duty game. It's fucking great. Uh, a jelly ball for the little kids. Now axe throwing too. He's got it covered at TC Paintball, tcpaintballgr.com. Uh, Blue Frost IT. This is how it went. Uh, Madison says, Dad, uh, I need a brand new computer. College, second year is starting. I go, we just got that computer. Yeah, it's slow. Uh, I don't know about that. Might need a little uh, diagnostic work. I'm not buying a brand new computer. I take it over to uh, Blue Frost IT. Um, they showed me the pit bulls, the children, and the booze. Over 500 bottles of booze. Incredible. Uh, anyway, he did the diagnostic work on it. He goes, yeah, this computer's fine. And uh, I, I did clean it up to some degree. Just a laptop. Uh, but she might have slow internet there. That might be what's her problem. But it's definitely not the computer. Saved me a bunch of money because I'm like, well, you know, wait a minute. Before we decide to just go buy another computer, let's make sure that there's nothing wrong with this one. And there's nothing wrong with it. Thank you, Blue Frost IT. 616-285-50. So, hour of diagnostic work. I paid for that. They invoiced me online. Boom. Done. Now, they are the managed IT service provider for this show. If you have a small or medium-sized business, handful of employees, you have tech, it needs to be taken care of. It needs to be maintained. That's where Blue Frost IT comes into play reach out to them they'll help you every step of the way so if something blows up here i call them they fix it all right that is the service i pay for each and every month not a lot but enough that keeps them in the fold because otherwise if you have a problem and you already don't have a relationship established and them on the clock it's gonna take they're gonna have to fit you into the schedule you know as it is i'm like hey remote in and fix this shit all right we're on it I've got my own IT tech department. Thank you, Blue Frost IT. Okay. Hey, um, you need to stay there because I have to take a break. There's plenty more we have to get to on this show. And, uh, but I got to go tinkle. So stand by. I will be right back. All right, all right, all right. I hear you. Settle down, settle down. The comment, um... For a few uh, with TC Paintball and the axes, for a few dollars more, you can throw axes at the homeless. <laughs> Made me laugh out loud. Well done. Okay, um, Queen of the Forest left me hanging last time. Hello. Hey, how are you? Good. Um, did you do okay? Did you, I mean, did you feel good about the uh, orange chicken last night? Yeah, 
it was pretty good. Turned out well. Yeah, I thought so too. It was, it was, I think there's a couple of things I could do different. That would be better, but yeah, I just think that we need to, I think we need to come up with our own yum yum sauce recipe. That's exactly. Yeah. That, that yum yum sauce was shit. And I talked about it. Yeah. I mean, what I the hell? Could come up, we could come up with our own and it would be great. I think semen would have tasted better than what we, <laughs> than what we had. I mean, it was, it was so bad. Yeah. It was not good. Um, so there was uh, something going on yesterday that I think we need to discuss. What's that? Uh, I walked into the bathroom, and and uh, I mean there that that was some. I I, I want to discuss with you the inability to turn a fan on. <laughs> well, look. First of all, have, when I was in there with Jimmy Minimal yesterday, when he was looking at our bathroom to see what how he might repair it. Yeah, that that fan in there is so dirty. It's so coated with dust. It doesn't work anyway. Yes, it does. It does work. It is coated with dust, but it does work. It does work because it's still sucking air in, which the air, you know, what's in the air? Poop. (laughs) And and not only that, there's there's two fans. There's one in the main bathroom and then one in that where the toilet is. And there's a pocket door. And they're both clogged. Both no, 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 no. The, the, the fans—they're not clogged. There's, there's, there's dust on them, but they work. You can tell they work because that it's pulling dust onto them. So if, uh, if there's air, it's going to go through it. Okay. And my problem is, two fans and a pocket door were not being used. Okay. These are all things that prevent. Uh, 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 a poop from entering my nose and mouth. <laughs> I just wanted you to enjoy my, uh, Oh no, don't say it. Don't, don't say that. <laughs> don't, don't say that. And then, and then the lack of a courtesy flush. That's, that's another horrible, horrible thing. Why would you, who, what animal would sit there and just go, yeah, this is okay. Yeah, this is, I'll just sit on this. Yeah, I probably should have done a courtesy flush because that required a lot of toilet paper yesterday. Oh, my God. Your willingness to uh, dis- discuss this. Are you drunk? Are you drunk right now? <laughs> no. So then, because of all of that, you then uh, 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 clogged the toilet. This was such a disaster. I know it was bad. I apologize. Usually my my poo doesn't stink. That's so. a lie. That is a horrible <laughs> lie. It, it, there's a telltale odor. It, it's always the same. <laughs> oh my lord. Yeah. Um. <laughs> All right, so there was that. What what was the other thing that annoyed me this weekend? You scared the shit out of me. (laughs) That was an accident. That was not an accident. How long were you? You were at the door. The door was closed. Yeah, I was at the door. No, no, there was a crack in it, and so I I was going to walk in, but I wanted, so I was peeking in to see, make sure you weren't, like, like, on the, 
going to air or anything. And then I saw you get up and walk towards me, towards the door. So I'm like, oh, I'll just stand here and wait for him. Okay, yeah. So you knew, <laughs> yeah, but you knew full well that I was going to open the door and you would be right there and it was going to scare the fuck out of me. <laughs> and it did. Diana, I almost punched you in the face. That that was horrible. Well, if you're not expecting a person there, yeah, oh, yeah. I did. I hated you, you, you it. Did punch, you did punch my mom once. I know I did. It's gonna it's gonna happen to you too. God. Oh, um, you did almost punch me once. Remember when I was hiding in the closet? Yeah. You, at our old house, and you went to go get a shirt out of the closet. I was in there. I opened the door, and you go, "Hi." <laughs> you remember when you put that stupid nun mask on outside of the bath? This is a regular thing. Yes. This is terrible. The bathroom. I think I have that video somewhere. All right. Well, um, okay. So this is it. Your last day before you go back to work. Yes, unfortunately. Okay. All right. So, yeah. Well, that's All it. Right, yeah. I'll be up in a little few little bit to get Daisy because she's got to go to the doctor. Oh, that's right. Yes. More more butt stuff. Yeah, more butt stuff. All right. Okay. Where's your Where's your key to your truck? I don't know. It's probably in the top drawer of those plastic drawers or somewhere. Let, let me know. If you can't find it, I'll figure it out. Okay. Okay. All right, bye. You sound like such a pussy, Zane. That's ridiculous. I'm not a pussy. Who likes to be startled? I hate being startled. Jesus. Um, yeah, Daisy. Oh, God. She's uh, the final checkup on the... This is a horrible sequence of words. Ruptured anal gland. Ugh. She's healed, but one final checkup. On that deal. Oh, my God. Very gross show today, without a doubt. Horrible, horrible show. Um, so, uh, I talked about, I don't think I talked about this on this show. I might have talked about when I was doing radio stuff on Big One, Big 101.3. Big 101.3. I think I was coming out of Suspicious Minds by Elvis. And then I talked about this. But um, last week, it was... Elvis week at Graceland. And um, so the usual people show up there. Thousands, like 30,000 people show up at Graceland. By the way, if you have not seen the movie yet, my God, see that movie, um, Elvis. Uh, Tom Hanks is in it. He plays Colonel Tom. Uh, Austin Butler is the dude who plays Elvis. And just great, great, great movie. Um. Priscilla is 77. Uh, she divorced Elvis in like 73, and then he died a handful of years after that. Um, but um, she shows up at Graceland uh, each year, and there had been rumors that she's kind of, her, her mind's getting a little crispy. Something's up, you know? And... Uh, I think that uh, I I think that that's starting to manifest more and more because they they brought her up there, 
And it was, uh, there's all these people are watching. And she goes, hello, everybody. I'm so glad you came. And uh, happy birthday to Elvis. And people are like, what? And, and it's not his birthday. This is not Elvis's birthday. This is just celebrating it's Elvis week where I think it's his, it might even be his death week. Uh, Elvis wiki. Hang on. Elvis wiki. When did he die? Yeah, he died August 16th of 77. So they have Elvis week um, to honor his memory and his passing on that week. So that makes sense. Well, he was born January 8th. So here it is, middle of summer in Memphis. And Priscilla walks up. She goes, happy birthday, Elvis. And people are like, eh, it's not Elvis's birthday. It is not. It is 100% not his birthday. Uh, an eyewitness revealed that uh, while outside Graceland at the annual candlelight vigil service, Priscilla repeated, repeatedly wished Elvis a happy birthday. Instead of talking about why they were there, which was to celebrate the 45th anniversary of his death, she's saying Elvis would have been 45 today. No, he wouldn't have. If he were alive, he'd be like in his 80s. She said it was Elvis's 45th birthday and even asked the fans. She goes, all right, everybody, I want you to say happy birthday, Elvis. One, a two, a three. And then people, some people like uh, just go with it and they go, happy birthday, Elvis. While most people just stood stunned at what they were hearing. Uh, the Elvis uh, fans, one Elvis fan said she referred to this death anniversary as his birthday. Uh, six to seven times. I thought she was going to have the crowd sing happy birthday. She never corrected herself or even realized she was not at his birthday celebration. So bizarre. So then people start making excuses for her. And I didn't know this, but I guess she's a whacked out Scientologist. And everybody knows they're all crazy. Some fans chalked up the birthday reference to Scientology. She's been a longtime member. Uh, this Elvis insider says, uh, though, that she's been going there for 30 years, insists she's never referred to this as a birthday. They say that fans are just making excuses for this very odd behavior. <clears throat> According to this, the candlelight visual uh, wasn't the only time during the uh, past Elvis week that Priscilla got confused or had memory issues. Um, this is ridiculous. Uh, Elvis's original TCB band. Um, there's a guy who was a drummer. His name is Ron Tut and um, legendary. He was portrayed in the film. Ron Tud is very famous, but Ron died a year ago. And uh, Priscilla is still referencing him as being like right there. Quote, during the big concert, she came on stage with Andy Childs and his band. Priscilla turns around and says, I just want to say hi to Ron Tut. Uh-oh, uh, Ron's not out yet. No? This is her quote. No? 
Uh, are they out? Is Ron out? No. Glenn D. Harden, is he here? Jerry Chef, is he here? The insider reveals. And then she's looking around for this guy, Ron Tud, and people are like, uh, no, he ain't coming. Ron's not, Ron's not here. Dave's not here. Well, Andy is shaking his head to confirm. She obviously has no clue that, that they are not on stage. And worse, she doesn't know that Ronnie Tut um, died uh, in October of 21. Uh, they explain, adding, Priscilla had posted a photo of, her, photo of herself and Ronnie Tut and sent condolences to his family on inst- Instagram. So when Ron died, they went back to make sure, hey, does, does Priscilla really not know that Ron Tut died? And then they went back to her Instagram, and she's got, oh, I'm so sad, Ron's dead. So she knew, knew, but her brain is like Gary Busey's here. It's all fucked up, and she doesn't know shit anymore. Uh, Radar Online reached out to Priscilla's rep for comment. Of course, they're not going to say anything. Despite the odd behavior, we're told Priscilla was not was not weak or feeble. She looked great, um, but clearly things aren't working out well. Uh, she endured several tragedies over the past several years. She lost her grandson, Benjamin Keogh, which is Lisa Marie's kid, and he committed suicide. I remember that was terribly tragic. Benjamin Keogh, talk about um, strong lineage. That kid looked a lot like Elvis. God damn it. Would this fucking keyboard work? It works worse than Priscilla's brain. Look at the family resemblance here. There you go. Look at that. Look at how much that dude looks like El- or looked like Elvis. Elvis on the left, obviously. Benjamin Keogh. He looks just like him. Holy shit. What a terrible tragedy. Fuck me. Grandma's going to go walking up and see pictures and say, God, Elvis, you look great. It's like you're, uh, it's like you're turning back the hands of time. Like, no, that's your grandson, you stupid ass. Jesus. Chris. (laughs) Chris K says, they look the same now, too. Uh, All right. Impressive uh, that he looks so much like him. I'm looking at the, uh, I think Kenny and Jesse are in an argument. You guys, shut up. Do you have any idea how annoying it is? And it's always Kenny involved in some type of debate about something that has nothing fucking to do with what we're talking about here. Can you just shut up? God. Again, keep your comments to like only something that's pertinent. What are you guys fighting about now? I see Kenny writes to each his own. Are you even fighting? Maybe you're not. I don't know. Aram says, call him. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll, we'll straighten this out.
Good morning. Are you guys, what are you guys doing? I was sitting here minding my own business after a comment I made like five fucking minutes ago, and he writes a little miniature book, and I, and I say to each his own, shrug, and that's the end of it. So he's fighting with you? Well, I made a comment five minutes ago, but it was just me being, you know, me. What was your comment? What was your comment? He wrote, should OF. And I said, should of with an asterisk and left it alone. So you were like correcting him? Is that right? Yeah. Oh, I see. And there was like two other people that commented on it too, but it was like five minutes ago. So I'm sitting here working. You guys, yeah, you guys and, missed some you know. great stuff then. You guys missed some great stuff. No, it was- I didn't miss nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Fair enough. Everything. Uh, uh, hey, how far are you on Breaking Bad? You will not believe this, man. Because you know I messaged you here, here and there this weekend. That's all I did because Kelsey was gone. I am on season four, episode four. There's how many seasons? Five or six? Maybe five. Five seasons. Oh, my God. It started a week ago. <laughs> Have they introduced Gus? Oh, hell yeah, man. Uh, Gail is dead and... They- <laughs> You're not supposed to say that. You're, what if someone's watching it? You just <laughs> fucked it all up. Well, sorry. <laughs> Gil is dead. <laughs> sorry, scratch that. They just bought the car wash. <laughs> oh yeah, that the yes, that's that's a good. Okay, this is good. You sh- you'll you'll be done before you know it. Excellent. Oh, I will. Yeah, but like, how many more times does his freaking car windshield get shattered? Right. It's ridiculous. I know it. Point. I know it. All right. <laughs> Uh, Tyler says this is an opportunity for Eric to get back at Kenny for the whole Aria ordeal. Spoil something for him. LOL. I can't. I can't do it. I can. That is true. I, that, that is true, though. I cannot do know, that. You know what is funny about that is that when you and Julius used to talk about um, Game of Thrones on BBL back in the day, I had never seen it. So. Because I didn't have HBO, and I eventually got it and started watching it. So I had all of this stuff already spoiled when I started watching it. Yeah, so. a lot of time passed, though, you know. Yeah. By yeah. the way, I think that there's that new show that's out about it, or the, the uh, prequel that happens a couple hundred years prior to everything Game of Thrones. Yeah, you going to watch that? Uh, I think I will start it, but I, I'm already seeing terrible, terrible... Uh, some bad discussion about it. People aren't impressed. House of the Dragon. Yeah, for me, uh, I don't even want to see it with the way that they ended Game of Thrones. I just I have no interest. I'm going to no. try it and then so I can bitch about something. I am going to start that fucker. See, I, I think I would rather watch The Sopranos, even though I've heard so many people hate the way it ended. Um, yeah, it's still a great show. There's a lot. I mean, there's, there's, I mean, numerous, there's dozens and dozens and dozens of story arcs in the Sopranos. It's just the yeah, ending of shit. Never watched it either, but yeah. I think I'd rather watch that than devote any more time to anything Game of Thrones. That's just, it left such a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, I know. But, uh, man, it's breaking bad. I'm, oh God, I can't, I can't get enough of it. I'm so happy that you're watching that. That's, that's all I've done. I mean, this is the, uh, this is a, the definition of binging. <laughs> I tell you now, uh, when I because I'm watching it again right now, and there are several d- bits of dialogue that I bounce forward. Like if Skyler's talking, I bounce forward. <laughs> Fuck her. 
Marie, right. Marie can suck my ass. Uh, she is a whack job. Yeah, man. she's crazy, and 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 the and you know all that shit. Um, but you, I, there's no bouncing forward in Better Call Saul. None. Yeah, dude, uh, you wait, you wait. He is such a, a weird lawyer. Like, uh, oh God, he is. <laughs> he is quite the character. Well. <laughs> Uh, the film or the uh, series Better Call Saul is how he got to that point. Oh, it's a prequel? 95% of it. The last three or four episodes. Uh, uh, the last three or four episodes is post Breaking Bad. You know what? The, and I, I don't want to keep you too long, but the, the weird part about Breaking Bad is the way that there's so many individual things that happen to certain characters and it overlaps with others. And, and Oh my God, that's blowing my mind. It's exquisite writing. Everything means something. Everything means something. Every little Easter egg. If a camera cuts over to something, it's going to, it's going to factor in. Right. Right. You mentioned something about that, but it's like a true Testament to how everybody's decisions can have, layers upon layers of effects on tons of people. Did you it's ever, just, yeah, with, without a doubt, I, 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 I can't agree enough. Did you I ever see uh, Ozark? No, no, okay. you, you've said enough about All right. that where I'm like, yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, have a good one. All right, later. The question, who, who's worse, Wendy from Ozark or Skyler from Breaking Bad? There was a scene in Breaking Bad that I just watched yesterday when uh, Walt started his cancer treatment. And uh, this gives you an idea of how stupid they made the character, Skyler. They're all waiting to get the update on how the medicine has been uh, affecting Walt's lung cancer. And uh, the doc, it's Walt, Skyler, Marie, Hank, and Walt Jr. in the doctor's office. And the doc says, um, typically when a person has a cancer like yours, um, I want, I'm happy with 30 to 35% reduction in tumor size. Walt, and they're all like on pins and needles, uh, your tumor um, is been reduced, has been reduced 80%. They all like are losing their minds, happy, tears of joy. And Skyler's like, oh, 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 what does that mean? She actually says, what? So what does that, what does that mean? And then uh, Walt Jr. goes, mom, it's, it's a good thing, mom. It's good. It's down. It's 80% smaller. You fucking idiot. How could you possibly even write that in, into the script? Uh, it should say, Skyler, say stupid shit. Because that's what it sounded like. Oh, she, every, she's all confused. She's like, huh? That, is that a good thing? It's 80% smaller? Fucking dumbass. God, I hated her. Um, But yeah, between... Wendy and uh, Skyler, 
I think I might hate uh, Wendy more. Wendy from Ozark more than Skyler. But I hate them both. Tyler says, oh, my God, Walt Jr. impression. Ha, 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 you asshole. Yeah, yeah. Wendy's the worst. That's the worst character. Um, I, I cannot believe I got sucked into that show. In hindsight, it was all shit. Kenny says, I liked it when Walt Jr. called his mom a bitch. Mom, you love me bitch. happened all right where are we what is going on here uh bennett flooring installation oh my god i got visited over the weekend jacob bennett came by and installed the flooring in the upstairs bedroom yes uh knock another one off the list check bennett flooring installation so really simple if you are in west michigan and you want to have flooring installed no matter what the flooring is could be uh, linoleum could be ceramic tile could be hardwood it could be vinyl plank it could be brick pavers for all i care i don't know uh whatever it is you want installed they will install it for you now in my scenario i ripped up all the old stuff first saved myself a bunch of money went ahead and purchased the flooring ahead of time that i wanted that not diana wanted and then uh, they came over. They measured the room. Jacob gave me the estimate of how much it was going to cost. The bedroom, honestly, was like 330 bucks to, inst- to install the flooring. That's awesome. Okay. You won't find anybody cheaper anywhere to install flooring professionally. Bennett Flooring Installation. Reach out. Call or text 616-318-0167. 616-318-0167. Call or text. Louis Jacob. Come measure the room. Let you know how much it's going to cost you. Okay. The flooring that I want you to buy, I want it to come from Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. Johnson Carpet One. Two stores. Granville, Michigan. Both along Chicago Drive. So this is a very local thing, I realize. So if you're not local to this area, well, I mean, if you if you live in Albany, New York, you're not going to go all this way for flooring. But just shut up and stay with me. So if you're in my neck of the woods, along Chicago Drive there, there's Little Caesars just before that little downtown area, just to the west of it. Right behind that is the beige building that is the discount outlet. It's an enormous warehouse. And this dude named Darwin, who owns these two properties, buys a ton of flooring and stores it there. And then you go there and you buy it for a deep discount because he buys so much of the best-selling top brands. So walk around, pick out what you want. They do a little math. They take boxes of the shit. They put it in your van or your truck, and boom, you're done. Drive in, leave with what you want. Pay an unbelievably discounted price because they buy it in bulk. They buy so much, the price is lower for you, the consumer. Oh, mention my name, save 10%. Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet, which is right down the street from the main showroom, which is uh, right in that downtown uh, Granville area across the street from Striders. Go in there. If If you can't find anything at the discount outlet, they'll have it for you at the main store. 
And then, of course, Bosco's Pub. Bosco's Pub, part of Terra Square, the best burgers, hands down. The Olive Burger actually won an award. What they do is they take the olives and they, like, chop them up. They, they uh, mince them, minced olives, and they put it into, like, an aioli. And then they spread it on the burger as opposed to, like, the losers who take whole olives and put it on the burger. You bite into it and all you taste is the olive, you asshole. No, you can't do that. You got to make the aioli. That's what they do. Uh, Bosco's Pub, award-winning olive burger. I'm partial to the Luigi Burger, which is a hamburger with pepperoni and mozzarella sticks and marinara sauce. What? Yes, it's true. When you pick that thing up to eat it, don't set it down. Okay? You can take a bite and then lower your hands, but leave it in your hands. Don't, like, set it down and then pick it back up because it's going to explode. Just a pro tip there for you. Bosco's Pub, Terra Square, Hudsonville, Michigan. Go in for drinks, beer, wine, mixed drinks, a full menu of uh, usual stuff you find at a sports bar. Bosco's Pub. Um, don't look now, but the Detroit Lions win. Yes, they won their preseason game. This does not mean shit at all. In fact, they started all the losers. Uh, no starters. In fact, Goff and Aiden Hutchinson are, are dressed up in street clothes. You know, whatever. Panay Sewell. No, they had no starters start the game. And I watched that whole fucking game. What the hell? Talk about Kool-Aid drinking. Uh, if you don't know, it's called the Lions Kool-Aid. You're, and that's a reference to Jim Jones, uh, all of his believers and cult followers and, uh, and wherever that was. It made him drink the Kool-Aid and then they all died. Cyanide, laced with cyanide. Uh, that, that's what drinking the Kool-Aid is a reference to. I drink the Lions Kool-Aid from time to time. This year I am drinking the Kool-Aid and it's because of that fucking show Hard Knocks. So I'm in love with the team again. I've always loved the team. I've never really... There, there have been times when I've bashed them, but not recently. I was always kind of like, oh, God. And last year, new coach, three wins. Terrible. But they did go three wins, three losses, and a tie in their last seven. Okay? They started out 0-10, and, and then they had three wins, three losses, and a tie. Hey, Whatever. Uh, I find it hilarious that, uh, Matt Stafford leaves his first year. He, of course he wins the Super Bowl. God. Uh, but so they had all these loser players playing and they did great. I enjoyed it because a lot of those guys, um, I call them losers. I'm just kidding. It's all the second and third stringers. Uh, they're like fighting for jobs. So, but they did great. I enjoyed watching the game. Whatever, you know, it's a, it's a preseason game. They haven't won a preseason game since the year 2018 before I was doing this podcast. So I was on the radio on BBL the last time they won a preseason game. They haven't won a preseason game in that amount of time. Wow. So good. Um, Hard Knocks is back, I think, tonight or tomorrow night. They premiere it. 
Um, and then, but that is like the new go-to watch. Diana loves it too. Um, just a big fan. Um, uh, just stoked about these guys. Um, Kari says it shows Matt Stafford was not the problem. Detroit was. Oh, yeah. They didn't have any players whatsoever. It was terrible. But there is uh, some drama going on and the discussion about what is up with Tom Brady. And there's uh, rumors because Tom Brady left training camp. He said, hey, I need to take some time off. A, a, A leave of absence, if you will. So people are like, what the hell is going on? Um, and, but I think that now they're thinking Tom Brady has left the bucks to do, um, the masked singer. So that'll be interesting to see. Now, if you're Tom Brady and as good as he is, and, uh, and by the, by the way, uh, I, I don't know if I am KO is, uh, is new. But try to avoid guessing the end of my fucking story, you fucking Neanderthal, uh, Neanderthal piece of shit. I don't know how many times I got to go through this, people, with you. Kenny is the crown prince of this. Not that it matters for the people who are listening to the audio podcast, but there's 41 people here who are enjoying the show. And you know what they want? They want me to talk. They don't want you to reveal the end of the goddamn story So shut the fuck up. Okay? If I'm talking about Tom Brady and you announce, yeah, Tom Brady, he's doing a reality show or he's on Dancing with the Stars or he's on The Masked Singer, they're not looking to you to give the info. So shut the fuck up. Jesus Christ. How many times do I have to tell you people Shut up. My God. All right, that's it. You're going to have to eat 600 seconds. There you go. Eat 600 seconds. Shut the fuck up. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Unbelievable. There was a story that John Gruden, one final thing about the NFL. John Gruden, apparently, before he was let go of the Oakland Raiders, the Raiders, when Tom Brady was a free agent, were working out a deal to get Brady to come to the Las Vegas Raiders. And the plan was bring Brady on, get Gronkowski Same thing that Tampa did. Get Gronkowski to sign with the Raiders, and you have uh, Gronk and Brady signing with them, and then, you know, who knows what's going to happen. But at the last second, Gruden said no, and he ruined it. And no one's, and people in, in Las Vegas and Raiders fans across the world are saying, how, what, how, why, why would he do that? Now, Gruden, and if you remember, Gruden got uh, fucking fired because he, there was emails that were found 
where he was talking to someone privately, but the email surfaced publicly of him referring to Roger Goodell as a piece of shit or some shit like that. And so that was the end of him. And I think he's suing the NFL now, but who cares? Um, if that, this is reason to hate John Gruden right here. And it all came out uh, on a podcast or a, a show. It's a, a UFC type of podcast show that uh, Rob Gronkowski hosts. And they had uh, 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 like zoomed in Dana White. And Dana White, who lives in Vegas, was actually the one who made the deal possible of all people. And so in this clip, audio, check. Video, check. You see Gronkowski here. He is in the light. He's in the white pants, second from the left. And, and Dana White here talking. This is how it unfolds. It's still there. You would have You would have been. You would have been. So. I would have been. I, I'm the one. I, I, I worked to put that deal together for Brady and Gronk to come to the Raiders. And it was almost a done deal. And at the last minute, Gruden blew the deal up and said that he didn't want him. And. Whoa. All Whoa. hell broke loose, man. It, it was crazy. And. And, and Brady was already looking at houses, and it wasn't being said yet that Gronk was coming. So Las Vegas would have had Brady and Gronk. Look at all, look at all these meatheads. They're looking at you like, whoa, whoa. Oh, hey, what's going on? You know, who takes your collar off? That always makes it difficult. Uh, Madison, you scared the hell out of me again. Stay around. All right, no one, no one was listening to that clip because Diana was coming in. the hell happened to my clip great now it stopped working oh okay oh good good give me a second it's still there you would have you would have been you would have been so i would have been i i'm the one I, I i worked to put that deal together for brady and gronk to come to the raiders and it was almost a done deal. And at the last minute, Gruden blew the deal up and said that he didn't want him. And Whoa. all hell broke loose, man. It was crazy. And, and, and Brady was already looking at houses. And it wasn't being said yet that Gronk was coming. So Las Vegas would have had Brady and Gronk the year that the Bucks won the Super Bowl, except Gruden blew the deal up. And there's so much story that goes along with this behind the scenes and i i i was never going to tell that story till gronk just said it but uh <laughs> yeah and Dana, let me tell you what exactly brady was what not happened and you just told the story <laughs> 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 that is a, no, no one even knows what he said breaking john gruden screwed yeah. up <laughs> <laughs> What a meathead festival this is. Well, it did <laughs> not go through. through. Really? Yes, I am glad it did not so go through. So you said he was a Raiders got one to win a Super Bowl. Yes. Did you hear that? Gronkowski says, I'm glad it didn't go through. And the guy goes, really? Yeah, he won a fucking Super Bowl. No, I mean, oh, I, it, it all worked out for the best, man. Okay. I'm glad we went to Tampa, man. It just worked out. I love that place. All right. That'd be remarkable. 
Um, so Brady's still out of camp. I guess he's supposed to be coming back uh, very, very soon. Does it matter? I mean, uh, they'll probably be there in the end. Uh, I, I, I can't imagine. I, I think it would be something to see if the Bucks like played like shit the whole year, you know, you know, who would be happy with that is Bill Belichick. The, the Patriots need to win. And the Bucks need to have like a shitty season in order for this for the universe to kind of balance out because the question has kind of been answered: Was it Brady or was it Belichick? Well, clearly it was Brady as of right now. I mean, Tampa sh- honestly should have made the plays that they needed to win that game against uh, the Rams. It was kind of a miracle finish, if you remember when uh, the Rams. Uh, ended up beating Tampa, but uh, New England has a brand new quarterback. That would be uh, Mac Jones. Is that is that the guy's name, Mac Jones? I think he's pretty spectacular. I think that uh, that he is uh, he is a great great uh, pickup. He's he's done quite well for them. Corey, uh, yeah, he's uh, that that that's your team up there in beautiful New England. Uh, all right. So uh, Belichick doing it with a new quarterback, that's true. I would love to see them uh, uh, be strong as well. I, I, for some reason, I like the Patriots. I don't know why. I've always liked Brady. I've always liked the Patriots. Love the Lions. Uh, what's his name? Dan Campbell now says that he thinks the Lions have the uh, have the offense to win eight games. And I'm like, ugh. God, I hate it. I hate hearing people um, pick such an optimistic number. Um, but I just, I, I, I'm, I'm the, I'm the low expectations. I just don't want to get disappointed, guy. I'm, I'm, I'm that type of, uh, that, that type of mentality. All right. So there you go. Uh, thanks again to my friends at My Policy Shop Insurance. So. If you are between jobs or your boss does not offer insurance, your job does not offer you insurance, or you are self-employed, your own business or whatever, uh, it is very, very easy to get insurance these days. In fact, I am not kidding you. You could actually, if you do what I'm telling you right now today, get insurance for you or your family. That's like the number one thing when people have like uh, life get in the way or they lose a job or lose their insurance or whatever. They're like, oh, no, I don't have I've lost my insurance. What am I going to do? There's plenty to do. Don't panic. Okay. the only thing you really need to do is reach out to Frank Fuss because he is the expert on Obamacare or the um, marketplace. 616-914-4070. You're a phone call away from getting insurance. Reach out to him. He'll see if you qualify. You will. And then off you go. How am I going to pay for it? Quit asking all these childlike questions and just know that I have been doing this for the last four years. Okay. This isn't uh, so many people just don't know how it works. And I don't want to get into it here with you, but it's not what you think it is. It's, 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 set up beautifully i cannot say enough about this reach out to frank 616-914-4070 it's very important for me to point out that frank 
as a licensed independent insurance uh, agent slash broker, you don't pay him. The money doesn't come out of your pocket. He makes money from the insurance companies. That's what a broker does. He needs customers to service those insurance companies. Okay. So reach out to him. He'll help you every step of the way. He's also the authority in the state of Michigan and to anywhere else too, if you're out of state, when it comes to Medicare, he's the Medicare advantage plan expert slash authority and social security expert. So if someone you uh, know or love in your family is 65 or over or getting set to turn 65, they need to talk to Frank because Medicare is easy to screw up if you don't know what you're doing. Well, do I check this box? Well, I don't know. I guess so. Uh, have Frank do it for you, please. 616-914-4070 or go to buyinsurancehere.com. I just talked to a friend of mine who's considering starting his own business. And that would mean he would have, he would need insurance in the marketplace. I go, do you know how that works? No, most people don't, but I, I like to tell people about it. If you are starting a business, uh, cause that's a lot of the, one of the questions people have, how will I be insured? It's simple. Okay. There's comedy this weekend, full house comedy, fullhousecomedy.com for all the area shows. Thank you so much to my friends at full house comedy for being on board with the show. And, and bringing up the rear last, but certainly not least. Thank you so much. Sarah Honda Granville online at Sarah Honda Granville.com S E R R a Sarah Honda Granville.com. Uh, if you want to uh, search for a uh, certified pre-owned or a brand new car, you can do it in person at Sarah Honda Granville. Drop on by and say hello to uh, one of the one of the many hardworking people that are over there. Or if you want to pre-order a brand new pilot or passport, um, you can do that. In fact, you can get 0% financing on 2022 pilots and passports that are available on the lot right now. Okay. Search the pre-owned inventory. You can order a pre-order a car. That's how it's being done right now. It, just all sorts of options for you. Sarah Honda Granville.com S E R R A Honda Granville.com. Once again, Patreon happens uh, a little bit later on today. I'll be getting uh, things organized and uh, ready to go with another episode of the Eric St. Show podcast, Patreon bonus. But right now it is time for the asshole of the day. Oops. And I absolutely know who it is. I have it down in my brain. Without a doubt. It can be only one. Sure, we might talk about rapists and people who commit sexual assault and crimes and people who uh, 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 threaten to uh, slash people that are working and spit on them or cops are beating people up in the street. But uh, Diana is your asshole of the day. Uh, for not turning that fan on when she took a dump. Thank you to my friends at TC Paintball for sponsoring the asshole of the day. And uh, that is where we're going to leave it, folks. I appreciate you for checking out the show live as usual. I'll talk to you on the Patreon.
Till next time, thank you. Bye-bye.